Felon. I'll put this here. Okay. We're in minute eight. I'm Richard. I'm Brian. And this is the I Love You 3000 Minutes podcast. The podcast that time travels endgame style to traverse the entire span of the Infinity Saga from Iron Man 1 to Spider-Man Far From Home. We're on minute eight of Iron Man 1 and Richard, what glory did we just witness? Uh, the captain continues to be a party pooper. Colonel. Whatever. He conti- the colonel continues He's to be a, a party word. pooper. He's a That's all we need to know. He's like, <laughs> I'm, not gonna, is bad. I'm not gonna blow on your dice, but I'm gonna help you roll them. And then he rolls snake eyes, so he continues to be some party pooper there. Uh, he takes the award the colonel hands him, and he's just like, oh man, thank you so much. And then he gives it to this random lady. <laughs> um, tells her to blow on his dice. And, uh... Woo. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just what happened. They're walking out. The colonel forgives them really fast. You know, shows that they have a, a relationship. Uh, a long-standing, you know, friendship. And uh, he's about to get in his car and a reporter stops him and asks him, what's it like to be the merchant of death? Alright. And, yeah, so he said, it's you. That's great. That's the end of the line that we got cut off. And he asks, so when do we do it? And he says it's right here, but interesting enough, before he realizes that, he tells the tells the guy operating the craps table that we're going to do one more round. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to like show that he'll be there, but still he gets distracted. He's like, "Yeah, uh, when do you want to do? You know what? Let's one more round. One more. I'm not ready. Uh, I, yeah, I'll, I'm planning something. I'm seeing when my commitment is up, um, but I still don't want to leave. Let's do this." And he sees up oh, there. It is. That was easy, and he he already knows what happened. He's done this. They've been through this before. He says, I'm so sorry. Yeah, he gets forgiven quickly. He says, that's something else. I don't have one, any of, I don't have any of those floating around. So what do you think he means by that? Oh, he's referring to his award? Yeah. When he says that? I mean, we kind of see later in the minute. could just be sarcastic. I have plenty of those. Gotcha. Well... We're just going to fast forward a little bit and skip. We'll come back to those. But you see that he has the award when he's saying goodbye to Colonel Rhodes. James Rhodes, they say. And he just gives it to the guy who's posing as Caesar in Caesar's Palace. Mm -hmm. He just Mm -hmm. gives it away. So he literally has his awards floating around. He doesn't care about keeping them. Either he's got enough that he's desensitized or he's just got such a big ego or is so desensitized to the award that he's just like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see where this ends up. Mm-hmm. What eBay account will be selling this in five years? Mm-hmm. But he does say, "Let's let it ride. We're gonna let it ride." What does that mean with craps? Do you know? Oh, uh, it's some gambling term. I don't know. It's, it's, he's gonna keep going. If there's more detail that we need, uh, just put it in the comments. I'm pretty YouTube. sure there's another casino game called Let It Ride. So it's just a gambling term. I don't know. Yeah. Well, in terms of craps, um, give me a hand, will you? Give me a little sum sum. Ooh, Hillary Swanky just gets gets that swank stank on it. <laughs> swank stank on them. Some swanky them, stank. Them dice. Some swanky stank. Some dice drought. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I don't pull on a man's, man's dice. dice. I don't I've don't never caught that. <laughs> I've never caught that. I love that he calls him Honey Bear. Never caught that either. Come on, honey bear. 
And he calls him Honey Bear a couple times, I think. But he says, Lieutenant Colonel Rhodes. So, he... Alright, so... The bald man called Rhodes the Colonel. Mm-hmm. And now he's a Lieutenant Colonel, more specifically. And his name is Rhodes. Mm-hmm. And Snake Eyes apparently is very bad in craps. Which I know nothing about craps. Besides the year old ice, so... But he doesn't care about losing that money. And, yeah, they they are exiting. They'll meet up again the next day somewhere. He is with... What do, you, what do you think? It's five? Is that a fifth? Yeah. Is this guy a fifth in the back? Or is he Seems just, that way. Is he just looking? Is he just spying on him? Is it four? Because this other guy... This other, oh no no no! He's, he's, he's got a pink spot. shirt. Yeah, he's got a pink shirt in the back. I think he might have a lady. He's got a lady. I see a little ankle, mm-hmm. little ankle with a lady shoe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, "Hey, look at that guy! He's kind of got my get up. I I'm kind of looking like him. I got these different colored shades and this pink shirt. I'm comfortable being a man with pink on me. So he's got four, four bodyguards. And I gotta say, like John Favreau, I wouldn't be surprised if he got this." Uh, bald guy with him and the crew just to look more his size because mm-hmm. the other two guys are so massive. Those are bodyguards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bald guy definitely looks tough, but John Favreau is the odd man out, one hundred percent. Really? I mean, look at these four. Look at these four big boys. This guy looks like the Shield guy who ended up playing the thing in the first mm-hmm. two Fantastic Four movies. These two just look like they could break anybody's arms, mm-hmm. and John Favreau. He he's gained heft he looks these more, days, he looks but more, I don't think it's muscular heft. He looks more like a head of security. You know? He's he's a skinny boy mm-hmm. who who's uh, he is head of security actually. I know, I, I know, yeah. But uh, yeah, he he's not going to be the brawler. He's going to be the he's going to be the Jimmy. For t- stay with Stark. <laughs> Jimmy, the Jimmy and the oh first right, scene. okay, yeah, sure. Get down. <laughs> oh, he's. I don't know. Not all security guys have to be big. I've seen some smaller security guys before. I'm just saying, out of the bunch of them, he's not he's he's not going to be the last man standing. Mm. Uh, and then we get this tiny little crouched over man. I assume taking a picture of his wife with Caesar and Cleopatra by the fountain. Mm-hmm. And they just walk right through their shot. Yeah, right through it. Boom. Uh, <laughs> Cleopatra and Caesar seem to care a lot more than the wife posing. Mm-hmm. But now they're outside, and now look, look, we've got who's that? Who's that guy with a tie? We just got a new guy, mm. little guy with a red tie. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's the valet. Probably seems that way. But yeah, then we get Christine Everhart, Vanity Fair magazine, and this mm-hmm. is where you. Or, oh no, you covered that. But yeah, the bodyguard stopped and we get, oh, Happy. I don't know why I'm calling him Happy because we haven't heard his name. I just Mm -hmm. feel like he's a happy man. (laughs) He says, she's cute. She's alright? And then he gives attention. Ooh, that's a, that's a way to, I I can see why they put that stinger at the beginning, whether it was planned or not. Because that line especially is like, really? Yeah? That's why you're giving it? Okay. It was a little problematic. But at least they knew it was problematic back then, even. 
Because, uh, I mean, you got to have him be problematic to make that journey mean more. The more problematic you make him from the start, the more the change pays off later when he's not. Yep. He said, she says, you've been called the Da Vinci of our time. What do you say to that? Absolutely ridiculous. I don't paint. Love it. And I love that we got this line before the minute ended because I was feeling the pressure. And then we get your, the line you already covered, the merge of death. That's not bad. Yes. And we get uh, the subtitle for the next line, which is in the next minute. Yeah, we, so. we won't cover that. But uh, how you feeling about our boy? How about his last 36 minutes before going into a spider cave? That's a reference to a 36 hours, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's, you know, good effect of storytelling. Uh, they go more into his character, who looks like he's just only down to sleep with a woman, and forget about the noble things that he's being rewar- rewarded, awarded, whatever. Yeah, his friend, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Rhodey Rhodes... Doesn't is kind of a yes man, but definitely not the yes man that uh, causes a Logan Paul. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he's he's enough. He he he's clearly giving him leniency and letting him be the uh, the rich boy who uh, doesn't respect everyone as much as he probably should. Mm-hmm. But he'll still be like, like take make a little jab, mm-hmm. you know. Right. He'll stick up for himself enough mm-hmm. to feel like he didn't just get steamrolled or walked all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else? No. That's it for Minute 8. I'm Richard. I'm Brian. You've got an army? We've got a podcast. Is it well? What did I say? We have a podcast. No. We have a Hulk.